All right, we are now live with Divi Chat. What episode are we? I didn't even put it in the show notes. We're going to talk about Divi- 75? 75, I think. That's like a milestone, episode 75. Welcome, everybody. Obviously, we've got the Magnificent Seven here for Divi Chat. Uh, we're going to talk about elegant themes of this week, 3.1. Before we get started, Let's go around and say hi to this week's panel. And we're going to start with ladies first. And I'm not pointing because I have no idea where to point at. Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at Endure Web on the socials or endure.com.au. Awesome. Hi, Leslie. Hello, I'm Leslie Brunel of A Girl in Her Mac. And you can find me at agirlinhermac.design and on the socials. Awesome. And now I'm going to go from my YouTube channel with the audience to see, and I'm going to start just to my left, SJ. Hi, everybody. I'm SJ James. I'm the founder of Divi Space um, and general all-round Divi guy. Hello. <laughs> hey, SJ. Hi, SJ. Good to see you. <laughs> SJ is back. Woohoo! Yay! Yeah. Finally. Everybody's taken like a year. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've been secretly mad at you all, but I'm over it now, so I've come back. <laughs> awesome. We're glad we're glad you got you over it. <laughs> right, Corey. Oh, I'm the only Corey on here. Uh Corey Jenkins <laughs> coming at you from beautiful Mile High, Prescott, Arizona. You can find me at aspengrovestudios.com and divvy.space. Glad to be here. Awesome. So glad you're here. Hey Jerry. Hello, great to be with you guys today. Coming from uh, Southern California, and you can find me online at MontereyPremier.com and FerventSolutions.com. Fantastic. So glad you're here. Hey, Terry. Hey, everybody. This is Terry Hale, uh, CTO, CIO, CEO, and just general CEO of MiceGorn <laughs> Inc. in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> glad y'all are here with us. Awesome. My name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios and Divi Space, co-host of WP the Podcast as well. Super excited to talk about this. This has been something that a lot of people on this panel have been waiting for for a very, very long time. The developer edition from Elegant Themes 3.1. I just want everybody in our audience to know that Leslie won the bet. We didn't get to 3.0.1000. i'm just i'm just kidding nick but you were close (laughs) we were wondering if this day was ever coming and uh you know so we're going to kind of give you our impressions our initial impressions anyways of the developer edition for 3.1 and and hopefully kind of you know discuss what it means for the users what it means for developers you know is it, should I update my Divi theme? Oh my God, this is a major release and stuff. And it is a major release. So why don't we talk about, um, you know, well, why don't we talk about whatever y'all want to talk about? We've got several things to cover today in 3.1. Does anybody want to start us out? I think the first thing that I would want to say is it's not as scary as, was it 2.6? Was that, was that the big one? 2.4. So there was, there was a really big update back 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 in the day like quite a few years ago now and it just about killed all of our websites because we had done CSS particularly in the header to try and make things work and then all of a sudden they went and changed like a whole bunch of stuff in the back end and it just killed all our CSS um, and there was no warning about it and it was this really big deal where we freaked out because a lot of our sites just kind of died overnight it's not as scary as that. Um, I don't know about for you guys, but I did one site on staging the day it came out and the visual builder didn't work. I, like it was unusable. Just left it. And today I've just updated a couple and they're working perfectly. So it's not as scary as it was then. So if you remember those days as horrifically as I do, um, don't be too afraid. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I waited the uh, the mandatory seven minutes for three months. <laughs> Before I uh, updated anything, and I did it on three sites, and it didn't break anything. So I don't think it's it's nice. too bad. Yeah, yeah. If you did update to three point one, 
and then had some issues, there was a 3.1.1 that did correct a couple of things, especially for uh, third party custom modules and stuff. So um, if you got a bad experience right off the bat, then make sure you do the next update because that one does fix a lot of things. And yeah. that's normal, right guys? Whenever there's a big update, yeah. you kind of want to wait to the little incremental updates. Yeah, that I, first one's usually. I, I mean, outside of um, the developer release, which we'll delve more into, there's not like a huge reason to like jump right into it. Like there's awesome new features for the average person. So I, I think kind of like we've talked about in previous episodes, like, you know, there's no reason to just like hit that update button right away. Um, looking through the change log, there's some, you know, there's some bug fixes, but nothing like exciting new features that you want to update right away for. And there's no security updates, is there? So like, if, there, if you're not actually needing new update, like new features, and there's no security reasons for the update, then you can hold off as long as you need to. Yeah. And they have to tell us if it's a security issue. So um, yeah, you don't have to feel afraid if you don't want to do it now. But if you are going to do it, do it on staging because it's always good practice no matter what the update is. But particularly if it's a bigger bigger one, um, it's always safer to do it on staging. That said, because of sorry, just because of the fact that this was a big update, do keep an eye out for security updates because if they are going to happen, they're going to happen over the next few weeks. Mm. Okay, that's great to know. Terry. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, if you're still, for some reason, running PHP 5.2, apparently there's some compatibility issue fixes in the latest release. Golly, I wouldn't even have done that. 7.0, people. 7.0. Change <laughs> your life. At least. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think we've got the cobwebs out. Don't terrify. You know, it's not it's not as bad as you think it is. Uh, wait if you want to wait. You can be like SJ. Wait the seven minutes. Update. <laughs> to one, one. Um, I think it was seven what this, seconds. What does this What does this release mean for? Um, God, I, where do I start? I'm torn. Where does it Where does it mean for developers? What does it mean for the end users? Because in my opinion, it is awesome and super exciting on both sides as i'd love to hear from the developers i'm really okay. excited to hear from you guys yep. i don't i am not a developer i don't know anything about it but i know that you guys create amazing third-party plugins and i'm really keen to hear what you guys have found out and what you think it means for you guys awesome that's a great thank you sarah who wants to start commentary jump in wax lyrical you know what i'm still struggling to get the uh local environment set up i just installed uh wsl which is a windows subsystem for linux because the uh docker documentation didn't work on my windows install so i'm going a little deeper with that uh one of the things one of the things i'm really grateful for is the documentation, especially when it comes to the, the fields and the settings and the, the option parameters and all that really cool stuff that we've been needing for a long time. Official mm -hmm. documentation on that lets you do anything you want within your module. Uh, there's, there's even logic settings to show an option. If this other option is a certain value, you know, just I'm not going to get real deep on it, but that's something I'm really appreciating. What I'm surprised at kind of on the negative end is this very short list of hooks and filters. I was expecting something a lot bigger than that. And I'd guess 25 to 30% of those hooks and filters have been around since version 1.0. Oh. So with how heavy Divi is, uh, how complex, how many things it's doing I was expecting a massive list of, of uh, action hooks, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. And I just want yeah. to point out, Terry, wasn't your plugin image intense um, mm -hmm. used in the, their blog post? They use it as an example? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. As, as how a third-party module can work in the visual builder. It's just until we get the... Uh, the React component set for each uh, plugin or module or whatever, 
you won't be able to adjust every single setting in that module, but whatever's there, it'll at least show instead of just being a blank box or something. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Jerry looks like he wants to talk. Go, Jerry. Well, you guys might have to rein me in because uh, I could probably talk for a couple hours about all of this. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the release. We've been looking forward to it for a long time. And, uh, you know, there's definitely some, some cool things. But just kind of just to touch on some general things, um, you know, this, this episode is really about first impressions. Um, we just got it. You know, it's brand new. I've been playing with it, you know, for, I don't know, four or five days whenever it was released. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's still a lot, I think, to, uh, to delve into. And for a long time, we're going to see the, the results of this release and the products that come out and the features. And um, I think it lays some groundwork also for some of Divi or Elegant Themes' actual future plans for Divi um, in, in some of the things that they want to do, I know. So uh, things with the header, you know, all the things that everybody's asking for. Um, you know, I, I think this is somewhat of the, the groundwork and the foundation for that. But uh, basically, the, the kind of the highlight for, for us as developers or for me as a wannabe developer is uh, the, the ability to now have um, modules that are kind of officially, you know, uh, dealt with and allowed in the visual builder itself. And so we've always done custom modules that, you know, work in the classic builder and uh, just kind of packs the PHP together without any official direction, but now we have some official direction and some, I think it's really pretty uh, nice the way that they've done it. And if you're, you know, if you've done PHP custom modules, uh, the, the way that it's set up now, even if you don't touch the React stuff and you just stick with the classic builder, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty slick and slim, you know, setup and pretty easy to get up and running really fast. Um, so do you the think others... it's going to make it more um, like more people aligning to better practices the way that they've set it up? Um, well, I, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> if sure, they read I'm, the documentation. Yeah, well, because a lot of it was, you know, you're, you're like uh, to do a custom module, you were basically reverse engineering and yeah. uh, you know trying to figure out what elegant themes originally did and then just kind of like patch it together and so i've seen a lot of uh things and you know when i was first you know making custom modules also like you know you're just kind of guessing you're trying different things and so now it does it's a lot cleaner so you know uh, it, it does uh, allow you to kind of put things together in a way that makes more sense and only need only has what it actually needs and yeah, so nice. you don't get yeah yeah, yeah so um, if pre 3.1 um, with the reverse engineering stuff, you're essentially trying to, you're being shown a magic trick and you're, you're trying to guess how it's done. Whereas mm -hmm. now we're kind of being told this is how that trick is done. So we can all start to kind of code better and make sure that our modules are more in line with, with ET standards. Um, I just, for me, there was a little bit um, maybe missing from the documentation. I don't think it was as complete um, as right. it could have been in terms of setting up that demo environment. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, even in the example for a module uh, where you don't set up a demo environment and they're just showing you the code, they're still showing you um, React in its pre-processed form, which means unless you have that demo environment set up, you can't run that code to see what it would look like um, in an output plugin or module or extension. So, so you have to you have to build the demo environment to be able to work with it. Is that the deal? Yeah, you you have to have cre used the create utility, or at the very least, have a system on your computer for processing React right. uh, JavaScript to actually get the output that would create the module. So I think once we have a couple of people creating modules that we can then go in and have a look at the code. Um, that's going to help. But I mean, even a few examples of that, for example, taking um, an existing module and creating it as a separate extension using this new code, things like that would be really helpful just to get us started and, and kind of on, on the ball. Because for me, it's actually, it was a lot harder than I was expecting just to get the, um, the development set up that makes me like, feel a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, I mean, Terry's yeah, smile I, is back. I, I think <laughs> I, 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 Burbage, I think some I'm of the... Uh, 
<laughs> some of the verbiage that they use, like people like here, like create Divi extension utility. Like it's going to be like this like yeah. easy plugin, yeah. but you need to know like command line interface, like, it, you know, the GitHub repository, you look at it and it, it's at a first glance, it seems like they're making it like super easy for even the pseudo developer to, to <laughs> start creating right. um, modules. And then once you start digging into it uh, more in depth, it's not, it's not as transparent <laughs> as they kind of make it seem. You know what would yeah. be great? Someone who actually understands it, <laughs> Jerry, seems like you figured it out. Make a video, then people can like copy along <laughs> how to like do it. <laughs> well, I just stumbled don't, through don't, it, so don't don't do that, Jerry, because then your website's going to get flooded with <laughs> thousands and thousands of visitors. Yeah, come on, you call Jerry. <laughs> So I would, you know, I think this is really important because it, the, the development environment is completely different. So if you're a Divi developer in the sense that, you know, you've made a custom module before, you've included one in a project or something, this isn't like, oh yeah, this is just like that. Just start, you know, and here's how to do it. Um, you know, the tutorials on the Elegant Theme site are good, but I, I would say they're kind of made for someone Mac who's users. already familiar with React. No, no, no. It's It's like someone who's already familiar with Hey, I'm a JavaScript developer. You know what I mean? I I'm, yeah. I work with these environments all the time. I know what Yarn is. I know what you know Node.js is. I know what all these things are. And so here's how that applies to Divi. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I've never worked with uh, React. I've never worked with these things. And so yeah. if you're in that kind of situation, I would say plan on probably three or four hours just getting the environment set up before you can even start to try any of the code or playing with the modules like it just it takes a little bit of time to figure out how all that gets put together on on the the environment so you can yeah. use it which is good to start being familiar with because that's the direction wordpress as a whole is going so i can see sure i, I can see the direction that they're going with the uh with the 3.1 documentation and direction as well yeah. can i ask a stupid question sure um, so uh are we are you guys now developing in React, or is it still PHP, but you're having to make it yes. work with React? All yes. of the above. Okay. It's everything. <laughs> it's everything. Okay, so you're still doing PHP, but now you're additionally doing React. Yes. Yes. So the actual. I, I feel like I don't really understand, so feel free yeah. to like correct me because other people will be similar to me where they don't understand I've at been all. I for notes. <laughs> Con const constructing a module still happens in PHP. But yep. to get it to show and work on the front end builder, yep. um, you need to create um, React um, additions to each of the settings to make it run okay. on the front end instead of just the back. So yep. essentially all React is doing is simulating what does happen once you've saved. So mm -hmm. because PHP is pre-processed, um, you need something in your browser that can make it make the changes okay. that are happening to those settings in real time so that when you click save it can then go and update the php yeah that's essentially what you're doing you're just tying those two things together yeah okay that makes, that sense. makes sense so it's a little bit like uh, this is a really bodged version but a, a little bit like how you need css to make it look the way you want it to look but you need react to make it look the way you want it to look in the pre-save moment yeah, except yeah, for exactly. the React is also loading in CSS also. So there's the P you have to do the yeah. PHP, you have to do the, the React, and then you also do the JavaScript. So yeah, uh, yeah it's it it's it's a lot of actually kind of double entry because you so if you're picturing like, you know, here's the HTML structure of this module that I'm creating. So you have to create that in the PHP for you know for the classic builder, but then also what's actually you know displayed on the site when you visit the site. And then you have to recreate that same structure in a slightly different wow. syntax for JavaScript. It's like doing it twice over, but in two yeah. different languages. It is, yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, that sounds really fun. Maybe you can charge double for your plugins. <laughs> the, whole, double coding. the whole doing it twice methodology isn't just a Divi thing either. It's in WordPress as well. So anything you build in the customizer, for example, you you write it in PHP, but then it's processed out as JavaScript on the front end. So yeah. it just seems to be a, a very ingrained thing in this transition period of, of WordPress moving from PHP into JavaScript. So basically. at some point, will it all just switch away from PHP? Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> then you only have to do it once. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Probably not for a while, but but it yeah. but it will probably go there. Yeah, what okay. about what is that this? What does this mean for the user? 
who's probably the vast majority of our audience, how is this going to impact their lives? Obviously, they can start using the visual builder completely with third-party modules, right? That's, yeah, and I think that, that's a huge one because a lot of up until now, it's been people choosing whether or not um, they need the visual builder more than they need the functionality that a plugin is adding, whereas now they can have both. Yeah, I, I think before people would have to kind of skip back and forth for uh, third-party modules. And yeah, ultimately, I think it's going to open up uh, uh, a door to more robust uh, modules and developers kind of diving more into um, <clears throat> developing these, uh, you know, third-party products. But it's, it is it is going to take, you know, take a little bit of time for us to, of course, get used to it. I mean, even though they do uh, claim to have like backwards compatibility, with a visual builder, um, it's it, it's not a hundred percent just like backwards compatible immediately. Um, so it's kind of more in the future. Like at the moment, some stuff will work. It's kind of it's a bit better, but in the future, as developers really lean to it, it's going to make a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, from what I've seen, um, the Divi backwards compatibility has been relatively good. Um, not so much for Extra. Um, the the Divi three point one and Extra, it's two point one. Um, is, is kind of the, the new, the new code base and extra. And, and that's where we've kind of seen the issue. So do give the third party developers some time to, you know, to catch up. Uh, we just, you know, what do you mean? We, you haven't figured it out. In <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think, I think people like had the notion that we've had, um, you know, that we've had all the assets for some time and that we've had time to like actually, um, make everything compatible, but we just received them at the same time everybody else did. So we're aware of issues. We're working on them, and uh, yeah, it, it'll all work out. I also, think it's really think exciting. As Sorry. far as uh, consumers go, this developer this developer's version will allow us as product creators to bring more value to the same product at the same price. So. There is that. And I also think we'll have a trickle turning into a stream of people who are trying it out and then throwing some stuff out in the market for people to buy. Yeah. And here's what I'm going with that. Yeah. And here's what I will, I will, I will expand on that. So um, there probably will be a lot more third party modules all of a sudden coming into the Divi marketplace and stuff. You may want to vet your developers make sure that uh people are will see a money-making opportunity and they're going to jump on it and pounce but they may not be full-blown developers and stuff so just be aware you know vet read reviews and vet your developers of third-party products that you buy and stuff maybe maybe that's why uh et made the documentation so hard to get through maybe they're hazing people there you, go. <laughs> yeah. you have to earn it <laughs> Yeah, It'd be great if there was like some sort of approval process for us who don't understand the code to be able to say, you know, this was done well compared to this was not done well. I know that would like take a huge amount of resources and probably would never happen. Well, so just email it. Just email it to sj at Divi Space yeah. and uh, he'll, he'll review all the code <laughs> and uh, get back to you right away. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Sarah, it's not that far away. What you said is coming. Yeah. Elegant themes as elegant themes as plans is to launch a marketplace. Oh yeah, and I guess they'll only they, put stuff on and there. And they and they happen. will be vetting developers. And yeah, I mean that's good. There's going to be a, an approval process. So eventually, the ones that are on that marketplace are going to be ET yeah. approved. So and there are there are code audit tools as well that you can go to online that you can um, if you just unzip a file, copy the PHP and JavaScript into it, then they'll just they'll find any you know bugs and things that are in there or just check it for malware that kind of thing just if, if that is something that compatibility stuff like that yeah um the other thing that's kind of come out of this is the the update to the the hooks or at least the documentation around the hooks um which i think is really good um do you think it's worth just going into like what hooks are and kind of explaining Absolutely. Yeah, go for it. Hooks are common. Guy, in WordPress, SJ. Hook it up. 
Hook us up, SJ. Hook us up. <laughs> am I able to share my screen on here? I don't know if you can. can. Um, let me know if you can. Make see. sure you turn the porn off. Oh man! I didn't turn the porn off when my mum visited. I'm not doing it now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we can Can see it. Go, SJ. Let me know when you can see my screen. I can see. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just taking a look at the um, hooks, then. So essentially, what a hook is? It's something that you can. It's a function that you can attach a filter. Um, or an action to. So normally if you wanted to um, adjust the head or something like that, then you'd have to go into the head of PHP, copy that to a child theme and then make adjustments. But by using a hook that's in the header, um, we can do it without. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this um, ET header top action. Um, and then if I go into my... Wow. Already so if it. I go into... I'm just going to literally just quickly show what am I doing if you're listening on iTunes you'll definitely want to check us out on YouTube yeah oh yeah that's a good point yeah Um, so that's all you're going to do and you're going to add an action so you're just going to say like that and then anything that you attach to this action you can then push into the head. So the action that we had was ET header top, yeah? Yep. And so I'm going to put that into here. And then in the second half of the add action, I'm just going to copy. You put a Y. That into there. Thank you, Leslie. Nice strong eyes there. Just been to the validation on the fly. It's my four eyes, is that what you're saying? Excellent glasses, that's what it is. Uh, and then what I'm going to do, let's just go into, in fact, yeah, where are we going? So if I just open this in a new tab. So I'm going into the Divi theme files now when that loads. Is this coming through okay on the other end? Is this? Oh, yeah. It's yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. Just give that a moment to load. Except six on iTunes. Hours, six, six hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to grab the code from my local because it's easier. So if yeah. I went into the header or the footer, I can see the code that is used to insert the social icons into yeah. those two things. So it, it gets a template part. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to copy that code. I'm going to put it into here. So I'm still in my functions PHP file. I haven't added a header PHP file to my child theme. But if I update that file and go on to the front end, you can see I've used that hook to push the social oh, icons into my header. Hey, cool. So that, that's how a hook works. So instead of having to download or copy the template file, you can hook into it from your functions PHP yeah. using either an action or a filter. Update. Like when, when we all used to copy and paste the footer and have that, then it used to break every time you did an update, it would break it because they often made little changes in the footer. And so then because you had an old version of the footer, it would like kill things. So this yeah. is great because it's going to future proof when you're doing updates. Yeah, it's, it's like going to require you to download less files to your child theme to get things nice. to work. So yeah. That's great. I actually yeah. understood that. <laughs> and if you do, uh, you know, like we often do the, the, um, pull something from the Divi library as a custom header, a custom footer. Um, so this is going to make that a lot easier, but also make it more durable for future updates and stuff that you'll be able to, to have that in your child theme or in your, you know, plugin if you want to, um, to be able to, you know, not break whenever Divi updates. And uh, yeah, so I, I was really excited about the hooks and filters, uh, even though I know that, you know, some of them have been around, but to know that they will still be around because they're <laughs> documenting them uh, is really good. Yeah, and I think we can kind of expect more to be built in as the, the theme now develops because they'll be getting feedback so. now on where they should be needed. I don't know what the sort of the consulting phase was on these hooks, but mm. there's there's about 10 that I'd like that aren't there. So I can pass that information on to them and hopefully they'll appear in, in future versions. Yeah, yeah that's what I was referring to. Like last big updates, they got a bunch of people to do stuff and then give them feedback and it just seemed like that didn't happen this time which is interesting 
remember remember when they used to do like betas and they'd have like yeah. uh i think the last time they did that like, they had very little participation that's okay yeah they, they used to have like a trello and then i think they went to slack and uh yeah i i i think in this version it would have been different like with developers i, I think they yeah. a lot of participation but um I don't know. I, I'm sure it's like a hassle to kind of man the, the whole thing. And yeah, yeah, I will. I'm sure they'll get plenty of feedback. Oh yeah, <laughs> whether they want it or not. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I just think the the amount of time that they've clearly been working um, on this. Because if you go onto the Create Divi extension GitHub and just look at the when they started creating yeah. or when that you know when that um utility was actually started they've been working on this thing for ages yeah so this this predates all of the the major releases in the last you know year or so this is this is huge yeah to mm -hmm. them well i i seem to recall a facebook post from somebody who was super duper excited about 3.1 and what it meant and i don't remember what you said sj but uh it was it was basically, you know, the the future of WordPress and, and the direction that Divi was going with moving to the React and stuff, how huge it was. I think, you know, six months, a year from now, everybody's gonna realize um, you know, we're we're Gutenberg's coming. JavaScript is gonna be there regardless of if Divi would have done it or not, with their visual builder and the front end and stuff. Um, but the fact that they have move to where they've moved now with with Divi is right in line with where WordPress is going and stuff and it's going to be just awesome. So That's something I was curious about. I don't know if uh, SJ or Terry, have you guys done anything uh like messing around with Gutenberg blocks? I haven't yet, but when I did the you know the the special extension and custom module with the the new Divi builder setup, uh I was just curious like is it a similar type of environment that you're working in and and that kind of thing? I, I've not tried it yet, so I was curious. I haven't either, honestly. I yeah, I've 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 built a couple of custom blocks for Gutenberg just to kind of play around with it. Um and apart from the fact that like special codes within HTML markup and things like that, it's it's quite similar. It feels very new compared to to classic WordPress or mm. or PHP, you know, it does feel very new. So I mean, I suppose they're quite similar. I I'm interested to see how ET deal with Gutenberg, whether or not they look to um, support Gutenberg blocks in the Divi builder um, and that kind of thing. So the future is going to be interesting. <laughs> For sure. Like every year, it's just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> take, take this with a grain of salt because I am not a developer, but my understanding of the Gutenberg blocks and how it compares. To what I'm seeing with Divi 3.1 right now is basically Elegant Themes has given us a set of tools with a base that everybody can use. Here's the base, go build upon it. And my understanding is, is the Gutenberg blocks are gonna be much the same way, where if you create a Gutenberg block, for example, for social media icons in the header or whatever, I'm just using an example, you won't have to go reinvent the wheel to create a footer plugin because you can use that same base block to build all of your functionality and I think with Divi with 3.1 at least what it looks like to me with them given the create Divi extensions and stuff is they've basically given this template to allow developers to tie in hook all have the same API and integration and you're not having to to build multiple things to achieve different functionality you have one base that will allow you to achieve multiple functionalities across all levels. But take that with a grain of salt, but that's the way that I see it right now. I mean, one thing that I think about Gutenberg is that we need to start remembering that regardless of what WordPress call it, it's a page builder. And you're gonna get given the choice. If, if they just stick to the, the model that they have now, you'll have the choice between using the default editor, which is now Gutenberg, or clicking the use Divi button and then using Divi. Now, your phone came with a messaging app. It came with, you know, something that you can send messages on, but you still downloaded WhatsApp or, you know, one of the other messaging platforms because they're better. So 
in this case, I just think functionality is going to win out one way or the other. Either Gutenberg is going to be good enough that you don't feel like you need a third party editor or it isn't. And you're going to continue using Divi. Um, whether ET do something to kind of allow you to, to create a Frankenstein's monster of both, then that's <laughs> up to them. But uh, the functionality will win in the end. That was a very useful explanation. Right on. <laughs> Always here to drop some pearls of wisdom. <laughs> what else do we want to talk about? Well, we talked about what it does or what it means for users. Um, I think, you know, it's something interesting to think about, like what that means for future products. And uh, I don't know if anybody has plans for future products, um, but so like maybe what it means for us as developers. Um, now, again, I would kind of more classify myself as one day I might want to be a developer. <laughs> but, uh, but for me, I, you know, I don't think it changes a whole lot for me personally in the sense that I'm not in a rush to develop a new product. Um, in the process of, you know, building a custom module, there were, you know, it's my first time using React. And so I'm not gonna build a product when it's my first time using the language and that kind of thing. Uh, I thought about releasing something, but I thought, no, I don't wanna support that because there were different times where sometimes the front end builder was working and the classic builder was it, and then vice versa and different times. And so, you know, there's, it's a learning curve. Uh, for me, at least, because I've not developed in, in React at all. So uh, I think so, most people are going to be at a similar place to that. Like, I think a lot of people have made the choice to learn PHP to make it all work. But, oh, hi, Terry. Um, <laughs> but I think a welcome lot of people back. Welcome back, Terry. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm crazy. Sorry. <laughs> welcome back, Terry. A little yeah. calisthenics, calisthenics break. <laughs> Walk away. We're going to get our internet switch from my father-in-law to me, and he was waiting on me to tell him to go ahead and do it. But I said, wait, and I was thinking he forgot because everything froze up. I wasn't getting out. My internet was disconnected, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go get my phone and call him. And <laughs> well, you looked real cute. You had a smile on your face. I think once before, Leslie froze, but she like had this really horrible face, and I was like, oh, no, that's awful, but you had this big smile. So, wow. It was all good. <laughs> I'm always going to smile from that. <laughs> in the chat, in the chat Brian says Terry was looking for the visual builder. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be here somewhere. Yeah, I didn't even know it was there. Oh, nice. But yeah, so back to the conversation before, Jerry, I think you're talking yourself down too much because I think most people are going to be in a similar position to you where they've learned how to do things with PHP and now they're having to convert and also learn how React works. I think a lot of people aren't going to necessarily be versed in both of them ready to go kind of thing. So I think you're talking yourself down too much. I think you're in a similar position to a lot of developers in the Divi sphere. Okay, well, I appreciate that. And uh, actually, I'm, I was going to say before whatever happened, happened, that I really like, you can think of it almost like object-oriented programming, where you have objects, and then you can just expand on them however you want. They all have a get technical, your, your getters and your setters, or you can say your, your methods and your attributes, whatever. I've really... Uh, enjoying what I'm seeing so far, and I'm looking forward to work with it. So, yeah, uh, I, I think it's going to kind of pull. Um, I, I think Divi developers initially relied a lot on the on the uh, theme uh, on the customizer for a lot of for a lot of options, um, color options, and other settings like that. I, I think you're going to start seeing a lot of those things moved out, uh, especially in new products out of the customizer and directly into into modules, and just be strictly module based. Um, so it, eventually it might, it might kind of phase the customizer out of a lot of, uh, Divi products. So we'll That'd see it. it it'll, it'll take some time. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I concur. Yeah. <laughs> I concur. What he said. <laughs> oh man, we've got our wires crossed. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, so for me, I think, uh, you know, like I, I'll probably put together like a personal collection of uh, custom modules and stuff that I will use myself internally. I have, you know, some utilities that I just use for myself that I would never want to release to the public. Um, so I'll have stuff like that, but I don't, I don't plan to like put any 
products together and you know it's kind of like uh i i need some time to to sit with it and uh get from more familiar and see what breaks and how it breaks and that kind of stuff so um you know right. that's just right. what i'm looking forward to jerry's greatest hits <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, that sounded like Beavis when he said that. <laughs> break it, break it. Do you think that we will potentially see something like the repository with WordPress.org with giving people the ability and flexibility to build modules and stuff with this integration? Wow. With like like Jerry just you know mentioned, he's going to use a bunch of stuff for his own personal. Do you guys see potential? Like on the market, on Elegant Themes Marketplace, do you mean? No, no, no. On the WordPress repository, they have free versions of WordPress plugins. Well, since Divi's created this, uh, the ability, and they've given the APIs to allow people to hook in to Divi's Visual Builder and stuff. Oh. And open, you know, will... There's certainly to... ones for other themes on there. Yeah, they, mm -hmm. they already have some Divi uh, plugins on. Yeah. Um, the WordPress repository, I think, because it is, uh, it is so niche. Right now, there's not a lot of people putting um, free plugins on there, but uh, yeah, it, it might expand that for sure. Well, I'm not meaning on .org. I'm talking about within Elegant Themes and Divi community, where they have their own, you know, mm. repository of sorts, just for Divi is what I'm kind of. I see that. But that's not what Elegant Themes is setting up. That's what I'm. That's what I'm asking about conversating about right now not a marketplace but a repository <clears throat> not a marketplace but a repository where people like jerry who may have 20 things that he uses on a daily basis wants to share with the world you know i think i think they'd be remiss if they didn't i think if because there needs to be somewhere that we can kind of we can share these things and get feedback and update code and, and get fixed is that what y'all use github for that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and at the same time, like even if Divi had its own repository, you'd still be missing out if you didn't put something on the WordPress repository, if it was uh, compatible and met their standards as well. So, um, yeah. The no. issue with GitHub is that if Jerry's got a GitHub and I've got a GitHub and Terry's got a GitHub and you're on mine, there's no easy link to find Jerry's modules just because you're on my GitHub, you know? So, you don't to link to me on every page, SJ? Modules going. <laughs> That's an easy fix, SJ. Just link to me on every page and everybody will find me. It'll be perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah create his affiliate Jerry, link using your tutorial. Cross promotion. <laughs> I already put your name in all of my Christmas cards. I can't do this too. <laughs> well, I don't understand how to use GitHub. I've tried a couple of times and I just feel a bit lost. So I think I've only made a a little bit further down in the developer sphere, um, I think it would be useful to be somewhere else, whether that's on WordPress.org or whether that's on Elegant Themes thing that they're going to create. I kind of assumed it would be a part of Elegant Themes because I know that not everything is going to be a paid option um, on there. So I think, you know. That's a good point. It I, might very I just well kind be. of assumed it was going to be a part of that. Um, but I could be wrong and I could be misunderstanding what I thought they were going to be doing. Hmm. That's a good point. I think another thing probably, sorry, another thing you'll probably see a lot of is people including um a, a Divi bridge in their plugins on the WordPress repo. So mm -hmm. if you're using a, a table plugin, there will be a table module in that plugin to add your table. If you're using a form plugin, there will be a form module. Um, even if they're not plugins designed for Oh, Divi. right. Yeah, so because... that then you can interact in the back-end proper settings even though they're not doing it. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Because I think, like, even if you if you just look at the market share of, let's just say, Beaver Builder, Elementor, and Divi, um, if it's easy enough to create a, a, a PHP file in those plugins that allows it to speak to those three technologies... Why wouldn't you when it increases the market share of your plugin so dramatically, especially yeah. with people like, I don't know whether you do it, but whenever I look in the WordPress repo for a plugin, I put Divi and then whatever I'm looking for just to see mm -hmm. if there is an option for Divi already. And people will do that for Beaver Builder and they'll do that for Elementor as well. So it makes sense to, especially now there's documentation, add that um, 
you know, that information to the plugin. I guess Nelson you could go... Miller has just said we really need a DB table module, by the way. Because <laughs> SJ will have that done by the morning, I Nelson. Agree. We'll I, I agree. I was going to say, I agree. <laughs> All right, I'll put it on the list. Thank you. <laughs> no, SJ, no. In the meantime, <laughs> table press. Focus. I shall, I shall purchase it tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry to derail there. Okay. Always you, Sarah. Always derailing. Well done. Hello. Well, Always I think the there's a lot of a lot of really good, exciting things to come with with 3.1 with the developer edition. It's definitely going to evolve. I'm excited from both sides because we've had third-party modules in Divi for a while, and they haven't worked with the Visual Builder, and so we've been waiting, waiting, waiting for a while to um, be able to you know, have that functionality and Nick has given it to us. So I'm really, really. Well, let me, yeah, let me point this out real quick. We, uh, Jesse was talking about how long they've been working on it for the record last year at Orange County, Nick said within more than three months, less than six months. And that's been a year and they had already been working on it for a long time before then. So yeah, they put a massive amount of effort into this. Okay, so what I heard Terry say using elegant themian <laughs> that means the marketplace was coming in nine, so we'll see it in 2020. Yeah, and by the way, Nick said this while he was beating Terry at ping pong. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, trying to make me they feel did better. hire more people, so you know, maybe things will go faster. You know. Yeah, speaking of ping pong, Nick. Orange County. We'll see you there. Come on over. By golly. A lot of these people will be there. One, two, three, four, five. five He's talking about Word Camp, by the way. Orange County. Come on down. Now, right. now the, ex the exciting thing's happening there. Uh, David and Tim are speaking. Yeah. Jerry is Woo. in Plug and Palooza, correct? No, I got oh, uh, yeah, I got cut. What? Uh, didn't make the cut. Yeah, but isn't it because that um, I could have sworn I saw they they had these rules and wasn't yours already out or something or? Well, they didn't communicate that to me if that was part of oh, it. Okay. But um, now they it was just a nice you know thank you. There's a lot of people who submitted and you know we can't choose uh, all the great entries and so I you were right. well, well, I'm, I'm just letting you know if the same three people are on the stage <laughs> right we're having a revolt by golly <laughs> we're raising some hell <laughs> let my buddy in there and just show everybody what jedi can do and then they'll yeah be it's a pretty play. badass plug they'll be sorry that they didn't have jedi. <laughs> you'll ruin the game <laughs> May the force not be with you. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's low. That's low. Leave the dark side. <laughs> well, I, for one, am looking forward to see what, you know, comes from 3.1. You know, I think it's, I think it's a really great thing for Divi. I think it's a great thing for WordPress. I'm personally glad that Nick and team continue to innovate and move forward with Divi, you know, regardless of what's going on in the world press WordPress sphere you know uh because a lot of our lives are, are based around divi here and it's kind of awesome it's an awesome awesome thing everything is awesome, everything is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's from the lego movie by the way um well maybe not the song <laughs> we were talking lego see it's, it's like you said cory lego yeah, there's, there's a lego yeah, theme going on here yeah Superfly's got a Lego superhero in one of their ads. Well, I do want to make a couple of announcements, potential things that we're going to be doing, because we have live viewers that tune into us regularly each week. Um, I guess a poll we could do, you know, maybe maybe talk about some, you know, put it out to our audience and stuff. We've been considering doing some Facebook Live with the YouTube Live and stuff. How would you feel about that? Let us know. Drop a comment in the YouTube chat or, you know, on the website, divi.chat in the show notes and stuff. Uh, because 
I think Who's someone typing? on the table model. <laughs> I think that's Terry's working. Uh, Terry's working. Terry's typing uh, expedition. I think, I think Terry's just built the table module. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I'm almost done with the table module. I'm just putting the back to right now. Hang on a minute. I'm we'll like, what the hell? I thought I thought I was about to get reprimanded in private chat or something. You know? <laughs> we'll talk about Facebook Live. We haven't discussed that yet. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm waiting for the hammer to come down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- Terry actually moonlights as a nine one one dispatcher. He was <laughs> some dispatch tickets. All right. Well, oh, we've had. I don't know how many people are on live right now, but I did see at one point we had nineteen people tuning in live. Ooh. Uh, 26 26. Don't forget to 26? thumbs up us because it oh. helps us as well. Yeah, I want to see 26 thumbs up. 26 yeah. thumbs up. Not. <laughs> not good enough, people. Now, I, I, did, I, I did cheat and sh- and let everybody know that we just went live to talk about 3.1 on Facebook and several Divi groups. So, oh, yeah, that's so um, cheating. Can't believe uh, it, David. So that's, that's, like, that's like three viewers to each host. Yeah. <laughs> If, wow, they were, we if they were so children, good. if they were children, there'd be enough of us to take them swimming. No, <laughs> that might be that might be UK math, SJ. But as <laughs> four as four visitors per, if we have twenty six, <laughs> no, that's true. It's not UK math; it's UK math. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. Right, I'll well, look at that after fifteen likes. Thank you, people. Is there anything else that we want to say before we dart off into the sunset? Are we going to do our closing thoughts? Parting thoughts, thoughts, absolutely. Hey, I do want, I'm going to try to get used to doing this. Start announcing next week's episode and stuff so that people can know what's coming. Unless we change it. You know, we're a little bit more organized. (laughs) We're getting more organized. We try to not change it. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about building online course websites with Divi, and we're going to have a very special guest, Mr. Chris Badgett, the founder and creator of Lifter LMS, which is a popular Divi LMS. So be sure to come check us out and, and say hi to Chris. Let's do some parting thoughts on 3.1. I'm going to put the offer out there. Do the ladies want to go first? Sure, because I'm not a developer. <laughs> I will say my parting thought is I'm excited and, you know, obviously we don't need to be too afraid about updating. It it didn't impact those of us who are building sites as big as I feared it might. Um, And I'm really excited to see what's coming in the future. I'm really excited to see, you know, my, uh, my plugin by SJ that does my footer and my header looking all fabulous and where I can do everything in Visual Builder. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Um, so, you know, I'm really excited. I think it's exciting that we've already been using third-party plugins and the future of it is looking really bright and exciting. So from a non-developer, I think it's an exciting beginning. It's not going to change a lot right now, but the future is exciting. Awesome. Do you want to go next, Leslie? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Ditto. Cause I'm not a, a developer either. Um, but I'm excited for my developer friends cause I know how much people ask about using their third party plugins with the visual builder. Um, so I'm excited that that's a possibility now. And I'll just say like, for me, I, I encourage people if you're, if you're like me or maybe you don't code at all, um, it's okay to wait. You don't have to update. Um, if you don't know how to have a staging environment and test updates, I would recommend you wait, um, keep your ear to the ground. That's what I do. Um, yeah, that's about it. Just don't freak out like what Sarah said. I guess we'll keep the the same theme, non-developers parting thoughts. I'll go next. <laughs> uh, I just want to use nudge, nudge, wink, wink, SJ, and on the third third, you know, 3.1 developers. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to open up the doors for Divi even more. It's going to bring in more users into the Divi theme, which I'm really excited about. So that's my parting thought. Which one of you four Yahoos want to go next? Yeah, Corey, well, you got the biggest smile. I don't know. It's between between Jerry and Corey. I just laugh every, every time you say Yahoos. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I want to volunteer to be a Yahoo. That's what I was right. stuck on. I yeah. choose you. <laughs> go ahead, Corey. Uh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, I, I guess uh, I, I, I would expect to, everybody out there expect to see some awesome, awesome stuff coming. Um, as we kind of mentioned earlier, please be a little bit patient with uh, developers, not just us, but other developers who might be um, catching up and maybe may have to make a few adjustments to their to their modules. There is no immediate reason um, as an end user to update right now to 3.1.1, or as I like to call it, 3.fun.fun. Point fun. Oh, <laughs> and sorry for the 3.fun, but... Um, <laughs> Are you yeah. three point done? Boom! All next. Who wants really? to go next? Go ahead, <laughs> no, Don't feel bad, Terry. Don't feel bad. It was great. Who uh, wants to go next? Yeah, I'll go. The, uh, aside from everything we've talked about, for me personally. I guess this is a parting thought for myself. I'm really liking the documentation on the logic of the settings within the modules. That is going to make it so much more user friendly. So if you don't have a particular option set that needs other parameters, then you just hide those parameters and you don't see it. It doesn't get in the way. It makes the process smoother. Um, also looking forward to using the uh, hooks and things it's just i've stayed up the last two nights in a row looking at this stuff and it's just i love it i love it this is this is an exciting time to be alive <laughs> wow <laughs> all right which one of you two bearded wonders want to go next i'll go and then sj can finish this off we'll save the the best for last oh. um <laughs> So uh, my, my parting thought, I'll share too, uh, just to reiterate what, uh, what Corey shared, and that is be patient. Be patient with your developers, be patient with products. Um, you know, as a developer, one of the most discouraging things is all the impatience <laughs> that, you know, people want it to work and why doesn't it work and you should have had it fixed yesterday. And, uh, you know, we're not bad people just trying to make your life miserable. We're, we're doing the best we can to try to catch up. So uh, be patient. Be patient with your developers. Be patient with products. And uh, we'll get there. Elegant themes will get there. And uh, we'll, we'll all get caught up. So on the developer side, uh, I would say, you know, just get ready for the command line. Um, you know, I grew up working in a DOS environment uh, and uh, never, ever, ever thought I would switch to Windows. Uh, and then uh, maybe it was like Windows 98. I kind of started to come around a little bit, but I would just kind of, you know, uh, launch a few things from there. But I lived in DOS, and uh, I don't know exactly when it happened, but, man, I've been out of the command line uh, for a long time. <laughs> and so uh, getting back into that for this project specifically, because I'm, I, the way that I do my code and setup and stuff, I don't usually get into the command line at all. I know that's like, that's why I'm not a real developer. I'm just kind of a fake one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, having to dive back in and uh, learn some of these tools, uh, it's been a lot of fun. So get ready for the command line and, uh, you know, learn how to, to, to navigate the terminal or the shell or whatever it is that uh, your operating system uses. Go bash. Go bash. <laughs> okay. I don't get it. <laughs> command line interface, basically. Hashtag go bash. That looks good on a shirt, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be misconstrued, Leslie. I'm yeah. Not... <laughs> right. yeah, you're right. Um, okay, final <laughs> thoughts. Um, I guess my first one is a nod to ET because um, for the better part of three years now, I've tied my, you know, I've tied myself to their ship um, in terms <laughs> yep. of building products for no. them. Yeah. nearly did um yeah and this this edition 3.1 is a huge nod to developers uh it's them saying we see you we support you and you know we like what you're doing so um in that sense thank you to to et um the other end of that is perhaps the more pessimistic view of that is there is now a much clearer line between where et's support ends and where third-party developer support begins. So the real simple solution for most people will be, if you turn the plugin off, does the problem go away? If it does, it's the plugin developer's fault, not ETs. Um, you know, the, the onus is now on us to make sure our plugins work well 
um, in both versions of the builder. So we'll, you know, as as Jerry said, be patient. It's coming, but we'll get there. Here, here. Nice. Awesome. Great parting thoughts, SJ and everybody else. Thanks for coming on, uh, stranger, longtime Divi Chat friend that doesn't come on near often enough. Oh, you're welcome. That's he, <laughs> oh. You do, Terry. <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy combing my beard. Right. Hey, hey, He's building, the, uh... building a cord. Uh, yeah. No. Please, no, thank you, Terry. No, thank you. No, thank you. Come on. It's <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Three of them. <laughs> Can't believe I just did that on. <laughs> Everybody in the audience, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you're as excited as we are about Divi 3.1. Nick and team, great job. Thank you very much for continuing to support the community. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. I'm going to click the off button on YouTube Live. Bye, everybody. Yay, bye. Peace. Bye.